Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Free Lutheran Church Sermon Archive. It's our hope that this message would encourage you in your faith and would help you to get to know God's love, grace, and mercy in a personal way. If you have any questions on the sermon or would like to know more about Maranatha, please visit us on the web at maranathafreelutheran.com or call our church office at 218-498-2808. Thank you, and may God bless. Okay, I'll do that again. Good evening. I, um, I picked Matthew first before anybody else did. We were talking in a deacon's meeting and said, well, who's going to do what? And we got this idea, and, and Brad had an idea. He wanted to do um, Simon the Zealot because he wanted to do the history on it. And I kind of teased with him, and I said, you know, I'll, I'll do Andrew, and you do Bartholomew, you know, because the pastors laugh because there's nothing about Bartholomew, you know, and uh, otherwise Nathan. Nathan. And uh, so I thought that was kind of funny, and then I found out how much is written about Matt, Andrew, and it's about next to nothing. So <clears throat> I've got some times I'm going to open it up for for an for, uh, answer from the congregation. So... Um, if you want to throw it in, maybe the senior high could wait a couple times and then uh, help out. So, um, occasionally I walk around with a song in my head, and there's one by Michael Carr that said, that's, that's got a line like this that I've had in my head for a couple days. And it's, um, could it be you make your presence known so often by your absence? Could it be you tell us? Questions tell us more than answers ever do. Could it be that you would really rather die than live without us? Could it be the only answer that means anything is you? And um, so I had... Uh, I had a multiple... I used to call it a multiple guest question. And it was uh, three men on a collision course, on a mission... Three men called by God, or all of the above, and I, I didn't get my stuff into the bolt fast enough, so um, it was all of the above. So what's this whole story about? I'd like to focus really on three different men tonight. Andrew is my, my chosen disciple, but um, Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, he was the son of God. John the Baptist, he was the son of Zechariah. And Andrew was the son of John, or the brother of Simon Peter. To look at these three on the surface, two of them would seem pretty common. But one really stands out. Who do you think that would be? And you know, I have I have an answer, but it could be any of them, I guess, really. But we got your choices are Jesus of Nazareth. Man, I can't say that word tonight. Jesus of Nazareth, John the Baptist, or Andrew. Who would stand out more in a crowd? John the Baptist, yeah. And so, um, you guys got to participate or I'm going to be here for a long time and I got less than, uh, I got a stack of paper to go through here. Um, so, John the Baptist, because he was so different. Why would people think he's different? Well, um, his clothes. This is for the younger ones now to start with, or, you know, Friendship Club. What did John wear? Okay, go ahead. Um, he rolled clothes. What kind of clothes did John the Baptist wear? <laughs> uh, 
Camel hair. Yeah. That sounds kind of itchy, doesn't it? Yeah. And so what was his diet? What did he eat? Okay. Locusts and honey. Very good. That sounds kind of sticky or kind of itchy again if you're swallowing locusts. Um, where were his living quarters? The canvas tent? I, I had this for a question mark, and I didn't get the answer. Was it just in the outdoors, or did he actually have a place to live? We don't know. Okay. Uh, personal hygiene. What were his practices on keeping himself, what? Uh, shower, you know, you comb your hair. You. There's one thing he didn't do. I hope he showered once in a while, eating locusts. He did not shave his head. Yeah, he was, he was sworn to be a Nazarite or given to be a Nazarite, so he never cut his hair. So, um, you know, he probably had a beard that was pretty good in hair, too. Okay, so what makes John special? Well, he was made in God's image. That's, that's enough right there. He was called by God, and God had given him a purpose. And if he allows God to work through there, work through him, there is nothing impossible for him. No matter what others think about John or his clothes or his message, I think we'd all agree with that. So Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth wow, that's... Um, he isn't what people exactly expected either. Uh, he didn't look like people thought maybe they'd expect God's son to look like. Um, Isaiah 53 says, Jesus, oh, okay, I mixed this up. Um, Psalm 50, Psalm, Isaiah 53 talks about Jesus. And I don't have it in here. It said that he wasn't, um, there was anything special about him. Pardon me? Yeah, no stately form. You know, we read, we read in the Old Testament where they were looking for a king. Saul was head and shoulders above everybody, you know. Big guy. And then, uh, but there was nothing about Jesus. You, he would just look like any one of us. There wasn't uh, anything special about him. And um, so, who was Jesus? We can have a little more. Son of God. That's the first one I had here. More. Another, okay. Very good. Uh, we got one more. Who was Jesus? Well, at least I, there's. I, I, we can go all night, okay? But I've just got a few. <laughs> go ahead. What? Creative humans. That's right. Our Savior. Wow, you guys. That's almost right down my list. He was a creator of all things we know about. He was also creator of all the things we don't know about. And he's also creator, literally, of everything then. So don't forget, he's the king of kings and lord lords. The Bible tells us very little about... Uh-oh. Okay, Andrew. The Bible tells us very little about him. But what is recorded is Andrew was the son of John. Andrew was one, the one who brought... The boy who shared the 
two little fishes and five loaves of bread, right? And Jesus blessed that little food, and it became plenty to feed way over 5,000 people. Andrew also was with Philip when they, sought to, when they sought out Jesus for a group of Greeks that were seeking to talk to him later in his ministry. The first time we hear about Andrew, it was mentioned that the gospel, in the Gospels that these, these verses at the very beginning, okay? So, in, in the Gospels, okay? So John 1.35, the next day, John the Baptist was there, again, with two of his disciples. And when he saw Jesus passing by, John the Baptist said, Look, the Lamb of God. When these two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Jesus, kind of knowing they're back there, he, says, he turns around and he says, so, so what do you want? And they said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Jesus told them, come, re- come and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent the day with him. And it was about four in the afternoon. Simon's Peter, Simon Peter's brother was one of the two who had heard what John had said about Jesus, and he was one of the two that followed him then. Um, the first thing Andrew did was to find his, after that, first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, we have found the Messiah. And he brought Simon to Jesus. I'm guessing that Andrew and his brother Simon Peter were very close. The first person he told about the Savior was Peter, his brother. Um, what, make, what, made Simon, or what made Andrew so, so confident? How could he be so sure that Jesus was the Messiah? You know, the Messiah, the Savior of the world. Well, we know that Andrew's, Andrew was a follower of John the Baptist. He had either seen firsthand or heard John tell the story of Jesus being baptized. The story happened earlier in the book of John. And John the Baptist, John the Baptizer testified to it. Could you turn me down just a little bit? It's, I keep trying to get closer and get farther away. Um, so John said, I myself did not know him. It's kind of a riddle almost. I myself didn't know him. But the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. He's talking about Jesus. Then John gave this testimony. I saw the Spirit come down from heaven as a dove and remain on him. This is the real kicker here. Um, it's a, and he said, I would not have known him except that the one who sent me to baptize with water told me. The man told me this, the man on whom you see the Spirit come down and remain on is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and I will testify that this is the Son of God. John said, I would not have known him except that the one who sent me to baptize with water, told me. Who is the one who sent John to baptize with water? Go ahead. Um, could not, not quite, no. There you go. Okay, God, the Holy Spirit. 
told John this. He told him, the one that this happens to, right, he's going to be, he, he's the one you're looking for. He's the Savior. And then he told me exactly how it was going to happen, right? And then it, it happened exactly like he said it would happen. So, well, would have, you know, that's, that's quite a big deal, I think. Here's how the Apostle Mark records the baptism of Jesus. As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being tore open, and the Spirit ascending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven saying, You are my Son, whom I love. I am well pleased. While well, heaven being torn open, can we imagine that? Um, don't, you, don't you think that would burn into your memory pretty good? So, so Andrew... He was a common guy. He was a fisherman. Um, he probably wasn't clean a lot. His hands, maybe after two days not in the water, they probably still smelt like fish. Um, I think that what made him different was different that he was seeking for the truth. He kept his ear lids open. He wasn't out in front like his brother Peter, you know a man's man, in charge, Mr. Confident. I think Peter was one who thought out loud. We don't see Andrew doing that. Andrew may, not have, may, Andrew may have been more observant. Not that either one of these personalities is right or wrong. Jesus wants us all to come to him so he can cleanse us and he can talk with us. We all have our weaknesses and our strengths, what has our Savior given us to work with personally? He can use what we have, even if it's too little or you feel not, it's not enough. You're not enough. Just remember the boy's lunch and the Lord's blessing it and all the people that were blessed because of it. Um, Jesus talked with a tax collector. He wasn't afraid of anybody. He was willing to reach out to anybody. He talked with... He, he, he talked with a despised tax collector, an insane hermit, a Roman governor, a young boy, a prominent religious leader, homemaker, an expert in the law, a criminal, a synagogue ruler, fisherman, a king, a poor widow, a Roman centurion, a group of children, a prophet, an adulterous woman, and the, a rich man, and the list goes on. Um, and there was a little thing on John the Baptist in my Bible. And I, I was hoping to read that to you if I can hold still long enough. Um, so John has given us, God has given each of us a purpose for living. We can trust him to guide us. God did not come to, to have the, sorry. John did not have the complete Bible as we know it today. But he focused on Light, he focuses his life on the truth he knew from the available Old Testament scriptures. Likewise, we can discover in God's word the truths he wants us to know. And as these truths work in us, others will be drawn to him. God can use you in a way that he can use no one else. Let him know your willingness to follow him today. Uh, thank you. I'd like to have a word of prayer with you. Heavenly Father, I thank you that you sent Jesus to be an example to us, to save us from our sin, 
and that uh, he would be our example in everything, that he would reach out to anyone in his path, and if they were willing to talk to him, he would have the conversation. And he, uh, I just thank you. Help us be more like him and keep our eyes open to your call on our lives. That's this all in Jesus' name. Amen.